Hello and welcome to this Short Stay Virtual Summit. My next guest today is Fred Lurker-Lurkenborg from Lavanda. Now Fred is part of Lavanda. They're an award-winning property management software built by property managers for property managers. Fred, welcome. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really, really well. Thanks so much for, for joining me today. And before we delve into to looking at what Lavanda does. Tell us a bit about you, first of all, and your background and, and how you got started yeah. at Lavanda. Yeah, so um, I actually had a potentially an unusual background in, in the sector. I was actually in, in finance, so I was in investment banking and asset management for uh, about 10 years, um, investing in global equity income and various other asset classes, um, which will be relevant when I kind of come to our story. But as a, as a sort of a startup that was trying to build a, a big blue chip business within this area, um, I joined Lavanda in the early days as we were navigating our way through this. Um, so more of a financial and kind of technology background coming into uh, this sector. Interesting. Okay. So, so when, when was Lavanda born? Yeah. So we were born, gosh, about uh, maybe four or five years uh, ago now. Um, and we actually started very much as a, uh, as, a, as a property manager. We were focused on short-term rentals in that kind of wave uh, following Airbnb. Uh, we were helping manage urban properties in, uh, initially in London and then started expanding throughout other cities. Um, and we, we got up to about 500 uh, units that we, that we managed ourselves, at which point we realized what we were really, really great at was actually building the technology that underpinned that. Um, and we started working with other partners. We started uh, using our software over time. Um, and then eventually we made a decision about two, three years ago to focus solely on the technology. Um, and we've now taken that technology uh, global um, with, with hundreds of partners around the world uh, from the US to, to Australia. Amazing. Really interesting stuff. What, what, a, what, what growth and really when something comes from a need that you've developed for a property portfolio, it tends to be... <laughs> pretty good and as we said in the intro it's uh, for the owners by the owners or the property providers most definitely okay well let's start having a look at what is happening at the moment and how technology can help accommodation providers right now and a lot of us are in survival mode it's been really really tough for a lot of people there's no exact end date in sight but I, I know I was reading on your website that one of the fave company quotes is the greatest businesses are built during the toughest times which I thought was great which is why I wanted to to say that at the beginning so I know you've identified areas where operators can really focus moving forwards a lot of them have been a lot of people have had a lot of decision, decisions to make and one is can they afford to continue to operate so what are the key areas that accommodation providers can really start to look at that can make a difference right away to their operations right now yeah no and it is a it is a remarkable time um everybody's had to move move very quickly um i guess our, our advice comes in, in different phases initially i think you need to sit down and have a very hard look at the finances of your business at the end of the day um, generally speaking everybody has two sets of uh, costs one are variable and one are fixed um, the great thing about variable is whether it's uh you know fees for online travel agents or things like this at least when the bookings are down you, you're not paying anything and you will yeah. then only pay those costs as, as you increase as you uh, come back um fixed costs unfortunately are much more difficult we're very lucky in the uk that we have this furloughing program which obviously i assume nearly everybody has, has taken you know, as much benefit of as they can and and that looks like that's been extended so there's some different choices that people are going to, to their 
environment and we hope that there are more green shoots. Um, but it's also important to, to immediately try and convert any sort of perceived fixed costs into a variable. So for example, make, make bold decisions around whether it's, do you need an office? I mean, you know, the, the world is a modern place. We're doing this remotely. Do you, do you really need that? Um, can you speak to any of your contract providers who can give you, give you support? Um, everyone from, uh, you know, online providers to, of, of, of software uh, to suppliers are all trying to like help to ensure that uh, their customer and supply chain kind of come through this. So whether that's getting rid of minimum, minimum costs, whether that's discussing rent breaks, um, there's, a, there's a whole myriad of things. So once you've gone through that series of costs, which candidly most people probably, probably will have done, um, you, our best advice next is to really start to focus. Think about what is it that your business does really, really well. And if the answer is everything, it's probably the wrong answer. Um, you've seen even huge companies like Airbnb have just come out. Obviously, they've had to let go of some people, which is terrible. But the the focus on the core business probably will get them into a much better place. So I think they closed. I mean, we don't all have magazines and I think some sort of space venture or something. But the point is they closed everything that wasn't their core business. Yes. Um, so we've seen people, for example, say, OK, look, I'm in. Uh, uh, you know, Oxford, and I've got X like locations around me, and those were fledgling growth operations. But actually, we're going to cut all the way back. Um, equally, if you're running 10, 20 uh, properties, uh, go through each of those and think through clearly which ones actually will make me money quickly um, on the on the recovery. Um, we can go into this a bit more, but from the data that we see, we have seen some early green shoots since last week, which is frankly the first time I can I can say that, which is that's good um but it's very locationally driven so they tend to be more vacation rental as opposed to sort of hyper urban um they tend to be units or accommodation that are enclosed um again for obvious reasons rather than maybe some sort of shared framework uh ones two beds rather than large houses where again your, your combination of units are, are less likely um so at the end of the day it's about thinking through what do i actually do really well and then narrowing in on that and then it's thinking through how do i uh position myself as best as possible for a recovery which, which we all believe will happen um, and there are a number of things you can do using technology and distribution and partners to, to position yourself as best as possible yeah really really good key pieces of advice there. and it is really good point you make that that airbnb is a great example that they have completely stripped stuff back just what is it that they are really good at and and it is accommodation originally so yeah really good questions to start asking ourselves there so what are the key areas that people can really start to look at with regards to bringing in or taking advantage of post lockdown or as people begin to be able to travel again i know we're not quite there yet but we want to be able to get systems in place and start making sure we are attracting people so so what sort of technology can really support that process yeah it's a good question so um and obviously i'm biased because we're a software company but i can at least talk through the the, the merits of it yes um one of the from a from a pure cost perspective because i don't i want to like take that one head on at the end of the day, nearly all providers out there are either providing some sort of free entry into this, but equally, it is all value-based pricing, meaning that it is linked to the bookings. So there is actually an opportunity here in the next you know, weeks, and we've seen this with a lot of our partners who've said, okay, you know what, tools are downed, there's no bookings, but actually now's the time I can look at the landscape and understand what technology goes there, put it 
put it into place effectively at no cost because at the end of the day it will come from the bookings and then make sure i'm ready the core of that is your property management system your pms and frankly that's probably relevant unless you have maybe just one unit it is relevant as soon as you go beyond that um and there are a number of elements i'll pick off that probably we think are, are sort of the most important this this just comes from bluntly speaking our own experience of running running hundreds of units um to us, they kind of come down to two core things. One is automation, and one is um, distribution. Um, automation is all about how much, you know, how efficient can you make your operations at the end of the day. Um, the more that you have tools that allow efficient guest communication, drop off keys, uh, syncing up to different other, you know, third-party apps that you might be interested in, revenue management, these are all incredibly important. And at, at the end of the day, the property management system sits in, in the middle of all of that. Um, Secondly, on distribution, uh, this and this is a really uh, sort of big thematic at the moment. Um, obviously, Airbnb have closed, uh, effectively closed till uh, I think it's a, at least another week. Booking.com um, yes. as well. It's effectively rolling, rolling close. Um, but there's a huge amount of, of of distribution and demand still out there. Um, and one of the best ways you can do that with the technology is actually to create your own direct booking website. Um, right. That's the type of thing that comes with with platforms like ourselves, and we've invested a huge amount of money to make some a really beautiful, slick uh, direct booking website that you can help brand with your own uh, colors and logos and everything, and also your key focus. There's a really great company that we work with actually who's done amazingly well throughout this uh, up in Aberdeen in, in Scotland, and they have actually effectively prioritised uh, key workers and the petrol industry. So right. people might know that in Aberdeen, there's a lot of uh, offshore work and you know, people need key workers, not necessarily you know, doctors and things like that. Key workers is, is a very broad phrase. Um, and they've been able to use to great success uh, and achieve something like 70% occupancy during this period. Which Fantastic. Is pretty, pretty wild. Uh, obviously at lower day rates and their longest days, they're kind of a month and everything else. But they've simply created direct booking websites using our platform. And then they, importantly, this is all about focus. They've taken those specifically to organizations that they have networked to in their community. So that might be right. uh, the lifeguard associations, it's the actual uh, companies in the area who need accommodation, um, and all of these kind of key workers. I think, for example, since uh, uh, we can all have our views around Sunday and Monday's announcements, but clearly um, construction is going to start beginning again. Um, yes. All of these questions around how do I get to my workplace? Well, a really obvious answer is actually to take a, a, an Airbnb or equivalent for a month or two in nearby. So we're seeing a lot of project-based work beginning but how do they how do you get those in practice um and at the end of the day taking a direct booking website and sort of putting your own kind of metal behind that marketing it yourself branding it yourself and taking it out to to, to to market in your local area can be incredibly effective yes that's that's a great starting point <laughs> so it, it's amazing what they've achieved with a, a direct booking yeah. website with 70 percent occupancy particularly at the moment is uh, it's very, very good. It's exceptional. And they've managed to attract the right people because of what they put on their website. So, so what are the key elements to a successful website? So um, the, key, the key elements really are firstly a very modern, slick, fast platform. Um, I think we've all seen, you know, that experience when you go onto a website and it looks and it just looks and feels out of date. It's slow to load. Um, really important is that it works well on the mobile. Um, at the end of the day, I don't know. I, I don't know the top latest stats on my mind, but you see reports of some sixty to seventy percent bookings are, are, are completed on the mobile. 
Yes. Um, so if the websites are not up to date, um, you are going to quickly, quickly fall behind. And this is actually candidly one of the problems with um, even fantastic vacation rental companies. I'm actually from Denmark. There's a very good Danish company that I absolutely love, but their website <laughs> looks like something out of the 80s. And it's really? the accommodation. Now I won't name them, but they're but they're lovely, and and it's because it'll be in house. It'll be something they did invest in, and it, and it was probably you know cutting edge literally 15 years ago. But now yes. it feels very clunky and. and so inevitably, uh, it is better that a company that's constantly developing that is, is the one that, that produces it. That's kind of like the nature of, of, of the beast. So what you want is really fast loading, loading speeds. You want uh, it to be work really well on the mobile. So you want a nice map. You want all of these kind of modern functionality. And at the end of the day, that's what Airbnb is just unbelievably good at, right? It's like yes. a great experience. Of it, yes. So there's sort of a, a judgment call on, on, the, on the ability of that. Um, secondly, then, you need to then look at how well designed from a sort of UX perspective or you know, aesthetic design is, is that website. Um, you can spend an almost unlimited amount of your own money on a website. Yes. Um, but if you want a affordable option, um, we effectively have, we, for example, offer tiers. So initially you can have a free website, which actually, frankly, looks really, really good. and gives you a huge amount out of the box. And then there's custom options. Which I'll to but right. the point being that the, the free option is, works really, really well, well out of the box. And you can then brand that. So the important thing is you need to then think through your branding. So this goes back to almost like that focus point at the start. You know, are you uh, a business focused on Aberdeen, and that is your business, and you are, or at least in this world for now, you are for specifically key workers, or are you a, for example, a urban uh, London asset? You know that you're then you're focusing people who want to get you know uh, away and, and, and kind of self isolate or key workers or something else. So especially over this near-term period, how much do you want to focus on, on a certain demographic is, is really important. Um, the next stage is then, what is that guest journey through the website? So not only is there the actual experience of going through it, but hugely important is things like payments. So uh, your website, and ours, for example, integrates with Stripe, um, but it also has, uh, we integrate with a sort of an aggregator of other payment providers. So we have over 120 different payment providers that sit underneath it. That allows you to accept more bookings from from more people right. um, and at the end of the day that's that's also hugely important because I think I'm sure you've had the same experience as I have you go through a guest journey you get to the end for example I love PayPal if I can't pay with PayPal on the website I don't know I'm probably just not going to book because it's just too annoying right um, so that whole kind of journey from, from the start to finish is, is really important and then um, you also need to make sure that that integrates into your property management system or whatever however you kind of work um, it doesn't help to go and find a, a sort of a small talent agency and build a website if bookings just you know appear in your email box because you need to be able to manage the uh, inquiries through that system uh, you might want to integrate for example insurance and they've had data gone we work closely with them for example uh, you might want to uh, integrate uh, keyless kind of codes and things like this and various different partners there um, so again that whole guest experience if you're if it's within the infrastructure of the property management system that booking will immediately land in. You'll be writing to them just as you would uh, to Airbnb or anything else, and it all goes into your financials. It goes into your owner portals. The whole, the whole sort of experience is, is one conjoined experience, um, right. which is the only real way you'll 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 get scale with that. Um, and then there's the and then finally that's effectively you've you've chosen you've sort of seen the different parts of, of the website and why it's good. You've branded it. You spent a bit of time on that. You you, you know you thought through what am I actually taking to market here. Um, and then it comes down to uh, distribution of, of it yourself. Now, there are 
many, many different ways to, to kind of go about this. Um, but actually, strangely enough, at this time, it's almost, there's less choice, less paradox of choice at the moment. Um, yes. You will probably know in your market what is the most relevant audience in, the, in that market. Um, and you can literally start to attack that audience almost directly. We've seen disproportionate success just from people sitting down and frankly just calling up businesses and saying like, look, you know, I know that you've got a manufacturing facility in this area. Do you need accommodation? I can provide you with a link right now that you can just look at in your own time and you can see there's 10 properties in the area. They're fantastic. Uh, uh, and, and crucially, in this time, you need to be really conscious of all the coronavirus, you know, uh, conditions that you need to be able to provide. Yes. So that it's cleaned really well, that you've left X amount of time in between them, that it's isolated, that access can be gained, you know, through X, Y, and Z, that you can give uh, keys without uh, having to interact with another person. So all of those bits are really important part of that narrative. Yes. Um, and I, th I think as we see um, domestic bookings start to increase, and now thesis and now what we see in the data is that uh, international bookings are not are, are not happening obviously um, with the 14-day quarantine it's very unlikely that they will for a period of time um, but we are seeing domestic bookings uh, increasing uh, rapidly and I think there's already stories hitting the hitting the press today or, or sort of camper uh, uh, van sort of villages being overwhelmed and all sorts of things around 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 the place um, yes because there is a pent-up demand for that holiday the fact is how are you going to capture that when Airbnb and booking are closed, because at the end of the day, people are booking holiday now for maybe a month's time, two months' time, three months' time. Yes, it's it's really key that you're actually in front of that audience at this time now. So that that would you say that that should be the focus once you've got your your website up and running? Just really niche down, figure out who it is that you want to attract, who's coming to your area, and 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 a lot of that can be done on social media. Actually, a lot of that research because everybody's on social media at the moment yeah. because we're all at home and on the internet. There's a lot more on there than you, I mean. There's a lot anyway, but everybody's on social media now. You yeah. can really see what's and, happening in an area. Absolutely, and also think about who your existing um, uh, sort of black bookers or your existing guests. I mean, most of us, even if you had almost no technology, probably have a record of the last you know thousand guests that have stayed in, in yes. your properties um those people can be marketed to really really simply and cheaply either from a platform like ours or, or just service like mailchimp or frankly just just handwritten emails or, or linkedin or whatever or you know instagram doesn't matter and just and but the point is to be able to give these people a link where they can immediately you know in their own time look at the property see the pictures understand what your community communicating there which goes back to all this kind of it's safe it's okay it's yes. be fine um then people, then people will book this. And actually, I think also as opposed to groups of people that, that you understand when you are communicating to them in their language um, and, and their brand, that's where the trust is. Because a lot of this is about rebuilding trust in travel. Yes. Um, people want to go. Uh, everybody's desperate for a holiday. I mean, <laughs> I think we've all been cooped up for too long. Um, and, but what they want to know is when they get there, it's going to be safe, it's going to be okay. And, and, and you need to start thinking about the environment as well um for example uh we stayed at a cottage uh, about a year ago and i, I think this a lot um, it would never say this at the time but now it has an enclosed garden it has it's, it's walled off there are lots of things that maybe weren't considered perks then but are now yes. with and i have little kids that's a hugely important thing that i can make sure that that whole infrastructure and the car can be part of the whole thing is is an enclosed setup um so rebranding to, to that perspective 
and then getting in front of eyeballs now with a with a slick piece of technology that people can instantly book on while they're sort of sitting on the sofa right now dreaming of better times yeah. um, is yeah. how you start rebuilding that book because we think by July and August this is we're going to start seeing a wave of domestic tourism return. Yes, yeah, and, and it is, it's capturing that, isn't it? And I, I think you're, you're absolutely right, you've made some uh, important points there, is that we, we are, if, if we can make sure that from the very first time someone lays their eyes on us and our businesses, that we have made things as slick and smooth as possible, it shows a level of concern and care for that guest's journey. And then that should also be reflected in the marketing, which of course is taking into account the worry-free cancellations, which people are going to have to start thinking about now, the additional cleaning protocols. And as you mentioned, the key exchange, no person-to-person -person contact, all these different extra levels that now are care that we can communicate and and it, it all ties in doesn't it that whole guest journey needs to be well thought out and show that extra level of care from the second they lay eyes on you so so yes great point to make there and, go ahead and we think that i mean at the end of the day we think and we really believe this i mean and there's a lot of analysis in, in, the, in the great financial crisis some of the biggest companies now that we take for granted and we'll see the, the memes online and they, they were created during that period and right now, even on a smaller scale, um, there will be a lot of hospitality companies that will go out of business. That is a yes. that is a really tough reality. But the ones that don't, the ones that take this moment now to sit down and really think through exactly as you just described, the guest journey, what technology underpins that, how am I going to serve a new world? It's not just about the coronavirus uh, and the and the and the bit after that. Um, you know, hopefully next year and the following year, this is all going to be a, a distant bad memory. But all of those things that you talked about are just as applicable when, when natural demand comes. Understanding your audience, uh, having a great consumer journey, having great like, quick ways for people to buy your product, et cetera, and stay in Those are all just frankly good practice. And, but, but having invested in it now, uh, time-wise, you'll, you'll end up with an amazing business later on. Um, and so we do think the people who survive this, and, and it won't be everyone, they will come out much stronger uh, on the other end. Yes, and I think that that's really important as well in that the people that do remain, they're all going to have raised the standards and the industry as a whole will then become more stable and more attractive to, to travellers moving forward. So I'm glad we went down this route. Really interesting. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Okay, so... Where, where do you think the future of our industry is actually headed? Do you think it will move to longer term lettings? Uh, do you think it'll be more of an experience based product moving forwards? Less focus on OTAs, more on direct bookings? Do you think people will come away from OTAs? What, what do you think is mm -hmm. going to, to happen just based on your experience with all those properties so far and what's happened over the last few weeks? Yeah, I, I th we think that um, obviously this would, you know, we, we think of, we talk of this industry as one, but actually it's many, many sort of sub-segments sub within it. You know, everything from a sort of vacation rental company in, on the Isle of Wight would be very different from one in the middle of London, for example. Um, but we do think that, to, to an extent, a number of the problems in the industry uh, might actually be alleviated. through this. So, for example, um, we think hotels will actually suffer disproportionately to uh, sort of short-term rental businesses. Uh, for two reasons. One, by their definition, their footprint is incredibly hard to change. Um, yes. Their costs are really difficult to change. So um, there will be way more of these businesses that will, that will go out of business because they won't be able to adapt as quickly. And that's, that's unfortunately one of the tough rules of, of business in, in a recession is big ones suffer more than small ones actually, as long as the small ones survive, of course. Um, and also, 
I think there is a certain extent of, of a bit like how people talk about working from home will become more common. I don't believe that everyone will do it, but it will become more common. It will accelerate the trends that we've already seen. So, um, you know, the thought right now of going for a buffet breakfast at a hotel seems seems unimaginable, even if they, they even when they start opening again. Um, and so um, I think the thought of having a short-term rental property, which is enclosed and defined and you, you sort of, you, you've got your own space, all that stuff which is, is a thematic in, in our industry, I think will become much, much more popular, uh, much more popular over, over that period of time. Yeah, Equally, interesting. I, yeah. And, and I do think this point about long-term is super interesting. One of the, we've, we, I think we wrote a piece actually on our website about this, um, but the, the whole, th it's a sort of a bit of a quiet thing that Airbnb have done. They've moved into medium and, and longer term. I know it's now on the website and they're promoting it more. But this uh, fluidity between short, medium and long, I think will become much more, much more prevalent. Um, and that might be, for example, we, we've long advocated in London a more flexible approach where you can, for example, do nine months with a student and then do 90 days of short term lets in the summer. That's, a, that's something we do with um, very large student operators in big cities. Um, and that's accelerating now. So again, people are starting to think more, more flexibly around that. Um, and I think uh, a lot of uh, holiday rental companies as well will start thinking, well, actually, during my low season, maybe I should actually take a six month rental over that, that a much longer period of time and then focus just on the short-term rental. So the, I think the reason why people haven't done that before is, is a lack of familiarity with that. How does it really work? And having to do it now or explore it will actually put those skills into your businesses and, and allow you to kind of come out with that. Um, and a key part of that is, is, is also then taking back control a little bit, building a loyal following. And that goes to this direct booking kind of website. And I, do, I do think the uh, OTAs would be under, under pressure. I mean. Um, candidly, there are some of the OTAs, while we love them, there are huge holes, right? And we all know that there's problems with betting or there's problems with payments or, you know, or unresponsiveness. Um, and, and as you know, the communities, you know, out there are, are infuriated by some of the maybe potentially draconian things that are kind of come and hit them on top of the current price. So I think there is a, it's going to be quite a big uh, grassroots backlash to this uh, uh, around yeah. taking control of your business, taking control of um, your, and, and also at the end of the day we're paying between you know 10 to 20 percent to all of these otas right if you include what the guest pays as well at the mm, top yes so there's a there's a lot of economics behind this as well if you can start to uh, drive more of that into your you know focused business which has got super efficient on technology um you can create a much more sustainable edge through this and then if you want to have a sort of lifestyle business you've optimized it to make it frankly a lot easier um or you can scale when things are sort of more appropriate um and that seems much more like where we're going than the the kind of old world of, of like anyone can do this yeah there's there's definitely has been a lot of people jumping in from a just just to make money quickly rather than to go down the hospitality route and and as you say it can now become more of a, a sustainable business if we can learn the people that do want to do hospitality that are going to survive it, it can we can add these skills in and learn how to maybe diversify our businesses slightly and just give us more ability to be stronger running forwards and longer term. So yeah, I think you've made some amazing points there. Thank you so much for, for spending time with us today. It's been really, really interesting. 
Now, if someone would like to find out about some of the things that we've talked about today, have a little bit of a deeper look into to how your systems work and, and a website might work with you, what's the best way for someone to get in touch? Yeah, so um, the easiest way is just to go to our website. It's uh, getlavanda.com um, or search Lavanda if, you, if you're struggling to spell it, Lavanda PMS. Um, and we, uh, there's a whole load of information on the website. There's a little video around the platform. But most importantly, you can just uh, book, a, book a call. And we have a bunch of different people who can talk through your needs. And, and if, you, if it doesn't fit, we can give you a bit of advice. Uh, and if it does, then we're more than happy to, to show you how it works. Brilliant stuff. Yes, there is definitely a lot of information that's really useful on the Lavanda website. I had a good look through there before our conversation today. So uh, yeah, highly, highly recommend having a read through because it underpins everything that we've, we've talked about today. So thank you, Fred, for taking the time. It's been, been a real pleasure to, to get to meet you and learn a little bit more about you and your business. Uh, hopefully I'll get to meet you in person one day in the not too distant future. Thank you.